Welcome back. It's another impromptu episode. It's April 28th. NFL Draft Round 2 is about to start in a couple hours. We're going to rehash Round 1 and talk about everything that happened and anything we think that might happen later on or some things we'd like to see. So let's not waste any more time and let's just get into it. Tell them that story you're telling me. And now for our Draft feature presentation. Name of the game last night, the trades. I mean, I can't remember another draft that had that many trades in it. I think, I mean, overall, there were so many surprises last night. I, I, I don't know where, where do we start. Bryce Young going number one overall a lot. I like. I guess there was some flirting with Will Levis, which yikes, but I don't know. That felt right. I mean, we all knew that that much hype coming from a quarterback. Did you guys know that's the first Alabama player to ever be selected number one overall? In the NFL real? draft. In the NFL draft. Yeah, I saw that. They had someone, Namath went number one, but in the AFL draft. Oh, okay. That's um, wild. Nuts, right? With all the talent they've had? That was nuts. Yeah. So the the Bryce Young thing, I don't know. We all kind of saw it coming. Two's where it started to get interesting. Stroud going makes sense. I thought that, that you know, a lot of a lot of other people could have gone to. I also think it's great that the Texans took a quarterback because, good God, that fan base would have rioted today. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm i going to technically take a victory lap on mocking Will Anderson to them because it did happen. It just happened one pick later than I projected it, which I think, I mean, they're both good players, great picks. C.J. Stroud was my favorite quarterback prospect in this draft, and then Will Anderson was, outside of quarterbacks, probably the best prospect in this draft so the Texans get both of those I think the only concern is how much they had to give up to get those two picks back to back it was I such mean, a power move what a power move going back yeah to I, back. I, oh absolutely I just worry that it handicaps them because they still have a lot of pieces they need to add like this is early stages of a rebuild true and I just I just worry I mean they gave up a lot true but if you think about it they're gonna get CJ Stroud now for five years on his rookie deal which is great, and Will Anderson, too. So, like, all right, yeah, they did give up a lot, but you've also now got two rookies that, like, you don't have to worry about paying for a while with fifth-year options, which is huge for the first round. I thought it was awesome. I thought it. if I was a Texans fan, I'd feel really good about the new regime down there. I mean, they got really aggressive, and I can't tell you how confused I, I think I put it in the group chat how fucking confused I was when I saw their logo again. Like, what's going on? Like, and I thought it was good. I think Will Anderson's great. I think they got, they got a lot better. I mean, we'll have to see what they turn out to be. But I thought Will Anderson, when he said, like, you know, it's bigger than that, like, they're really good people down there. I thought that spoke, you know, volumes to what the Texans are trying to rebuild. So, I mean, good for the Texans. Yeah, I mean, and the Texans yeah. got a great spot. It's like, think about last year. They had a great draft last year, too. You find yeah. Damian Pierce out of nowhere. Yeah. You pick him up, great guy, and then you got Derek Stingley. Yeah. I mean, they're 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 going the right direction. You just you know, it's just gonna take some time for them to develop and it's all about coaching now. It's yeah. all about it. Like how are well, they, they gonna do... Go they'll ahead. be better they'll be better this year for sure. I mean, you're adding two really talented players already. Yeah, uh, plus the staff overhaul. But I just like they're still it's not like Will Anderson and CJ Stroud where the two pieces, like, I still don't, like, they'll be better than they were last year. But, like, they're still not close to being a contender. That's still going to take at least another year. They There's a lot more pieces they need to add. No, I think, but they have some great ones they've added. Like, they added Dalton Schultz. Completely forgot about that. Yeah. Until yeah, I saw it's that on pop the... up, like, the potential starting lineup. I was like, oh, my God, that's where he went. It's on the right track. It just, these things take time. And going from the worst 
you know, the worst team in the league to just a total rebuild. And this is a great first two steps for that. There's a great two steps they took tonight. And I like the aggress aggression they're showing. They're clearly trying to condense the timeline on the rebuild as much as possible. They're trying to go get premium talent. So if you're a Texans fan, I think you should be excited about how this is going right now. I think that's a great way to phrase it. I think I was about to say that it streams like they're trying to take two steps forward instead of just one. Right. And in you like no matter who, just being a, an NFL fan, right? Like you love that a team's so aggressive that they pick at two and then trade back in to pick three. Like that's that's good to see. Like people and and someone who a team that's been so bad for so long, it feels like like it just it felt you know it's good for the NFL. Yeah, it is. It is. It's just they're gonna have to like there's still a lot of hard work to be done. To oh, see so it really much pay off. So uh, and they made it they made next year's draft a little harder for themselves with what they gave up. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's just another factor. And the Texans, you mentioned they've been bad for so long. They've had really good players on their teams in the past. You know, they had JJ Watt, they Deshaun Watson and, you know, Hopkins and those teams, it takes more than just a couple good players. And it's, yeah. So I think if you're a Texans fan, you're excited now, but also there's still a lot of work to be done. Yeah. On the four, AR 15's a cult. Yeah. Uh, I had to finally just accept it. I've been in denial. I really didn't want Anthony yeah. to go here. But it, it happened and I just gotta accept it. That's look, and and the way that they were talking about it, it's a it makes sense for the Colts, right? They take the guy with the highest upside, but also the guy who could just be the world's biggest bust. I mean, in all seriousness. Mm-hmm. And they kept fucking talking about his vertical. And I don't understand. Like, look, I get it. He's a freak of nature. Why is that important for my quarterback? Because like, he's taking always... hurdles over people. Seen it yeah, all. Always... It's incredible. I mean, that... hey, don't look... hey, by the way, don't aim for his fucking legs. Like, yeah, they're, yeah. they're like glass. Yeah. It's just... I think that's a, I think that's a good point, Luke. It's I, I, that always concerns me when you see a guy, especially at a skill position, like quarterback and they're just talking you see with basketball too where they're just going in on like oh this like look at this dude's vertical and it's like yeah can he but can he throw the ball sometimes the answer is sometimes like it's great that he can jump really high yeah Yeah. i don't know if anthony richardson just needs to eat his wheaties before a game but it's so hit or miss when he can throw the ball I just, I don't, I just, look, happy for him, got got a bag, he's a Florida guy, so, you know, there's that, but it's just like, I, I just don't understand how you can say that so much, that, like, oh, well, and I get he's a freak of nature, that's fine, but, like, why are you keep telling me about how high this motherfucker can jump? Like, it's just not, it's, it's such an, it's such a non-important intangible at a quarterback. Like, I seriously. Yeah, I agree. I think, though, like the upside is there, and I think it's a good spot for him to end up to realize that you have Shane Steichen, the head coach. He comes over from being the Eagles' offensive coordinator, yeah. you know, really helped, to, really helped to develop Jalen Hurts. Yeah, gets played a big role in that. So gets Minshew you know, to help develop him. Yeah. And you got you. You already have weapons in place. You got Pitt, Michael Pittman at wide receiver, Jonathan Taylor at running back. Uh, it's yeah. not a bad situation for Anthony no, Richardson and, and to be in. Their defense will be better this year. It will be. Just because... What's his name? Well, their linebacker... Ooh, someone help me with his name. Their middle linebacker. He was irrelevant last year. He had a back thing. But you, we all know who I'm talking about. Um, mm-hmm. He will be back and healthy, and you just would imagine that they're going to be better. But also, he's... I get the idea that you took the six four two thirty quarterback. Like I like that part of it. Like why aren't they talking about that? Like his stature, his his comparisons to all that. And you know, I heard this he, comparison. Like, like they love to talk about how Peyton has his like lasting effects there, and they were like, oh well, Peyton and Will Levis work together, and that's that was like the thing. And I was like, well, if if it was an AR, I thought Will Levis would go there, but obviously he didn't. On to five. I think the Seahawks just continue to get better and better through these drafts. Like at another corner, it feels like the Legion of boom is coming back. Yep. 
That's like, absolutely what they're trying to do. And now it's it, Kobe Bryant and, and Witherspoon on opposite side. I mean, like, dude, the the Seahawks are gonna be. And then you know, towards the end here, they get a receipt or. Uh, sorry, they didn't get another receiver. I'm thinking of the. Yeah, they, they did, got, didn't uh, they? They got Smith and Jigma. Thank you. Yeah. So they did, and they got another weapon to pair with DK. They've got Kenneth Walker. Like, dude, the the Seahawks. They're making moves quickly, and they and I I'm a huge Geno guy. I'm a huge Geno guy, but I just think like the Seahawks like get no real talk, and at the same time they just get better and better every year in the draft. It feels like. Well, yeah, and they were they were a playoff team last year, and they've added two really good pieces in the draft this year. On both sides of the ball, they're going to make their defense better. They're making their offense better. I mean, you got DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, add Jackson Smith and Jigba to that wide receiver room. That's a pretty, you know, that's a pretty good wide receiver room. Right I can't there. believe I didn't say Tyler Lockett too. Unbelievable. You guys um, want to jump down a couple spots and just hit Bijan? Yeah, yeah Bijan Paris Johnson. Is... Paris Johnson went six. Tyree Wilson went seven. No, no big. I do think it's interesting. Tyree Wilson went. At seven, but that's because the Jalen Carter thing. But yeah, okay. What the fuck? What the fuck? Atlanta is quickly turning into just the most incompetent organization. Is Heineke? Is there a plan that Heineke is gonna is gonna start for them? I have no idea. No, they got Riddler. They got Riddler. Oh, that's right. That's right. He's a Desmond Ritter. He's you ask any Cincinnati boy. Ask any Falcons fan, they'll tell you he's a great leader. Uh, no one ever says anything about how he's great at throwing the football or running an offense, well, but he's okay, a good so leader. Bijan gets paired with Kyle Pitts, stud, stud, and Drake London. And Drake London. Oh, I don't hate that, but what do you oh. – How They just – Bijan at pick. fucking eight. By the way, I don't know if you guys saw the shit he does for, like, the community – like. Clearly can't be a nicer guy. Like, good dude. Like, solid. But, man, was that a bad pick. What no, just, I, to I, me, was so strange was that they drafted Tyler Algier the year before, who was a 1,000-yard rusher this year. Thank you. Thank you. Right, and they're have. almost the same stuff. Well, they – so I heard Sarkeesian say that Bijan Robinson was the best receiver on that Texan squad. Sorry, not Texans. Texas squad. Yes. So I wonder if the plan is, is to kind of use them – but it makes no sense. I really well, don't they understand. Have, they, have, they have a good running back room as it is. As yeah, Cordero mentioned. Patterson, too. Yeah. yeah, they both had good years last Cordell year. Cordero Patterson isn't even a running back. He's a utility. That guy's the yeah, man. He is everything. He's the right, best. But doesn't, that, doesn't, that undermine, doesn't that undermine the argument further for drafting Bijan? No, I, no, 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 no. There's no, there's no justifying it. Like, it makes right. no fucking and, sense. And I want to be clear here. Like, Bijan Robinson as a player, like, terrific talent like i'm um, this isn't like a this isn't a bad pick because of anything about Bijan. it's just the position yeah like yeah. he's a player you would love to have on your team but spending an eight the eight overall pick just there's just oh. when you have so many other needs dude that he's gonna be so so expensive too because he's a top 10 pick and he's a running back right and they already have a lot of money tied up in their running back room Right. And yeah, like that's, that's it's just everything we say it just makes less and less sense. It's like and if you had told me that uh, at almost any other team like the Eagles have took him we talked about it made sense. Yeah. A lot of other teams yeah. if they took him make sense. Like even yeah. if you want to go the Titans when they're looking to get rid of Derrick Henry, you draft Bijan Robinson yeah. would, that make would make sense. sense for me too. It doesn't make any sense when you just had a guy you drafted the year before who was a 1000-yard rusher. No, it's it just you have the best rushing game in the NFL behind no offensive line, I guess. Well, and they've done this. They've spent too many. Yeah, no offensive line, no defense, arguably no quarterback. Like it's Ritter and Heineke. Neither one of those has really shown much at this point. If you merge the two together, you still don't have a competent quarterback. Yeah, it's just, it's just not a good pick. And this is, but this is what the Falcons have been doing. You question, you look at it, and you mentioned Kyle Pitts and Drake London. That was four. Kyle Pitts went fourth overall in 2021. Then Drake London was eighth overall last year. And now Bijan Robinson, eighth overall this year. All to the Falcons. That's not how you build a championship roster. I mean, no, that's how you great build a great stroke. fantasy football team. Yeah. Right. They're yeah. drafting like Arthur Smith is, thinks he's running a fantasy football team here. 
Well, yeah, he's just going to pick up some defense in the seventh round. Yeah, but that's well, that, not how like, it works in the dude, NFL. They need, and they could have used a tackle there. I mean, they could. I mean, there's a million, an edge rusher. They could have used so many fucking things there, and to go get a running back when you did that, like you're good. Like I don't know, man. It just speaks to that whole franchise. And like, look, I hope we eat our words, and I hope Bijan's a stud. Oh, he's going to be a stud, well, he's but he's, he's just gonna not going to be a stud no, in Atlanta. It's just, essentially, it's just the value of the pick. Like, he was going to – by the way, I'm a firm believer that that dude probably – well, maybe he falls to 12 because the Lions are the worst franchise in the world. But Bijan's Bijan's going to be a stud. Yeah. He's going to – you know, he's going to rush for 1,000 yards, have a bunch of yards receiving. He's going to – and he'll take the Falcons, and he'll have a 100-yard – Plus game in a first round playoff loss every year. Yeah. Yeah. If they even make the playoffs. Well, it's the NFC South, so like who's stopping them? Themselves and the rest of the NFC South. I'd be more worried about themselves. I I think I'd be more worried about the Saints. They seem like the only team in the NFC South that's like not fully self destructing. Dude, what? Derek Carr is going to be the reason they never win a fucking playoff game. Yeah, what? Derek Carr is their quarterback. Well, yeah, yeah, dude. What? Derek Carr, Desmond Ritter, well, Kyle Trask, stud. Well, maybe we'll Levis today. Oh God, no! <laughs> we'll, we'll touch just on collecting, that later. just collecting mediocre SEC quarterbacks. Just, just keep turning them over. Whoa, 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 don't whoa. you disrespect Kyle Trask like don't that? Don't you keep that? You keep that slander to yourself. Fourth Number in Heisman th- voting. Yeah. Number nine, here's where it kind of started to get really wild. The Eagles got super aggressive and went up to rebuild Georgia's defense. I love this pick for the Eagles. If there were, and I, I don't really know. I'm like conflicted. I don't feel bad for Jalen Carter at all because of what happened. I think it's like, but also he's a kid, right? Like made a mistake. It's not like he killed someone. Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize that being 21 years old. Made you a kid. I'm a kid. That's good to that's know. Good, that's a good point. That's right. a good. That's, no, it's just good to know. Yeah, like good to know. I have an excuse now if I ever do anything wrong. I'm, I'm just a kid. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I I agree with that in general. Like, but also, like he made some bad decisions and he didn't kill anyone. People did die though. No, I know, I know. And Kyle just made me want to eat those words, take those words back because he's right. Like he's he's an adult. So the the main um, reason I don't feel bad for him is he still got drafted. At, Number nine overall. Exactly. He's getting paid a bag after he already did this shit. So much money. Great pick. Oh, yeah. And it's the Eagles. I I just, the Eagles retool. And and now, and behind, uh, you know, and Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, and Fletcher Cox are done. Like it, you know, and and we can just say it right now. They, you know, they got Nolan Smith at the end here, which we can talk about in a minute, but like they retooled. And it just, you know, that whole NFL's the rig is rigged thing. Fuck, dude. Like, it's not. It's not rigged. But, man, they're just – shit just continued to fall in this draft where you're like, what the fuck? The rich just get fucking richer. Like, Well, I mean, it's Howie Roseman. You look at it, you can trace back how they ended up with the 10th overall pick going into this draft in addition to their 30th. You can trace that back to Howie Roseman somehow convincing the Colts to spend a first rounder on Carson Wentz all those yeah. years ago. Like yep. there's a direct line from that to this. The reason it keep, seems like it keeps falling their way these last couple of years is because Howie Roseman goes and makes it fall their way. Yeah, and they trade up from ten from ten to nine with the Bears. They give up a fourth rounder next year to do it. That's a fine price to pay. You get arguably character issues aside, the best player. You know, arguably the best player in this draft, and also the Eagles were in a u- unique situation to understand and those character issues and alleviate their concerns because they have two of his former teammates on the roster in Jordan Davis and the Kobe Dean who were members of that same defense. And so, you know, they talked to those guys and did their due diligence and they have a great culture in the locker room. Jalen hurts, tremendous leader. Um, so they clearly think that they're going to be able to, you know, that get him to where he, you know, he's going to be able to, with their help, keep those mistakes in his past and, just focus on playing really good football going forward. Yeah, yeah, I think going forward, especially with like what was coming out about him and needing to be around leaders, I think he's in a great spot. And also just overall, you like you touched on, like 
he is in a great spot for he's already around guys like, you know, he doesn't have to worry about all these other influences. I got four guys built in on the team that have already been together, like good influences right there. Right. And also then you have the then you have the veteran presence at his position and Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox, guys who have consistently gone out there and performed for a decade now. It and, almost seems know. like he benefited from not going number one overall. No, he's, yeah, I think he's going to have a much more successful career in Philadelphia than he would have if he went. Agreed, to and he's the he's Bears. just gonna, he's going to be in a locker room where they they're not going to put up with his bullshit. You know, like it's very right. much like, hey, you're not gonna you're not gonna come in here and tear down. We were two plays a, a play away from winning the fucking Super Bowl. Like you're going to do it our way, or we don't want you here. So, yeah, it's the welcome to the NFL moment. Yeah, right. well, and, like like you said earlier, Luke. I mean, obviously, you know, 21 isn't really a kid, but also you're still young. You make mistakes. You know, people do learn from their mistakes, and hopefully for Jalen Carter, that's something he's been able to do. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, made, he made a mistake. He's not a bad guy by any means what we're saying. It's just, yeah, you, you make a mistake. I'm sure he wishes he could go back and change it all. Yeah, but you can't. Yeah. And then as as we mentioned earlier. Just no mercy, look. Sticking no. with the Eagles. Fuck him. How do they how do they get Nolan Smith as well in this first round without having to trade up again? No, dude, again? that's that's unbelievable. And I didn't realize he I guess he broke his foot non contact. And I guess that's what scared people off, right? Yeah, but he's better from that. It was no, a yeah, I, this I just, season. I also think um if you don't follow the sideline sports Twitter and Instagram, you need to do that because Kyle put out the, one of the greatest Georgia memes of all time about Florida just rebuilding Georgia's defense. So please yeah, go check that out. But um, yeah, the Eagles just rebuilding it. No, dude, I, I think it's I think it's interesting, and it's like, man, uh, and watch these two guys just be like first team All NFL, fucking Pro Bowlers, and they just, of course, they fall to the Eagles, and you, they've got their quarterback. They've got weapons. I still think that they might end up with Derrick Henry somehow. Like, I think DeAndre Swift's the name to watch for that now. I like that too. I like that move for them too. Oh my god! He's... Yeah, did you see that NFL? What was it? The Lions guy when he was like, they were like, "Why did you, why did you make this draft pick?" And he was like, "I don't know. He was there." What did you guys think about DeAndre Swift? And he was like, "Well, yeah, DeAndre's still on our roster." Yeah. If, yeah, if you haven't I seen mean, the video, you gotta go watch it. It's yeah, you do. It's so bad. It's I've never seen, you know, they always come out so cut with their answers and they're ready to go and prepared. And the Lions, I don't even remember who it was, was just sitting there babbling, just like, oh, I, I, yeah, he's still on the, just no idea what to do. Yeah. No answers. Well, and, and they already have DeAndre Swift. They signed David Montgomery in free agency this year. And then you go out and take a running back at 12, who most people, like you, who most people thought was a second rounder. Dude. Look, listen, the Lions are, they had, they, they make the first good move and trade back, right? Like, or I'm sorry, yeah. they trade up and then they, I just can't, I, I just don't get it. I, I don't fucking get it for one second. I, I thought they were going to trade it up to get a quarterback. I'm not like, I thought that they were going to get someone to back up golf and then that was the future. I cannot fucking believe that they took a, ru a running back. I yeah. it, like infuriated. It infuriated me to watch that last night. I was like, what the fuck is going on? That also, was a crazy then, pick too, just because it was Cleveland's and then it was Houston's and then it was Arizona's and then it was Detroit's. And then it was Detroit's. Not even only that, dude, they need all the help they can get defensively. And they went and fucking got a running back. When they have two starters. Thank you. It makes no fucking sense. I don't know what the fuck's going on up there. And there was some graphic, right? They showed like the Lions have five of the next forty-six picks, which okay, like doesn't it, that's a shitload. Yeah. Well, and then they pick again and they at eighteen. Fucking go and pick a running back. Right, and then they pick again at eighteen, and they go Jack Campbell, linebacker out of Iowa, great linebacker. But come on, eighteen was too high for him too, dude. The value. I don't and oh god, dude! I don't understand, especially when fucking Gonzalez was still on the board. 
Zay Flowers was still there. Kincaid. I cannot Lord believe Smith fucking Kincaid ended up in Buffalo. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, it dude. Just... I... It made no sense with me. Yeah. The only reason I'm not totally bashing it is just because, like, the Lions have proved this year that they are, like, the definition of the, like, trust the process team. True. Gr- they're gritty right, as but fuck. What did, what did that ever win for the Sixers? <laughs> Like hey, the trust no, the process. No. Trust the process ended with Joel Embiid walking off the court in tears, saying "fuck the process." Well, that's true. It did. It, but hey, they're playing the Celtics now. So six years later. <laughs> yeah, but it just it doesn't. You look at premium positions in the NFL today. Probably two of the less premium positions are running back and linebacker, and the Lions have picked Agreed. twelve and eighteen. And come away with a running back and a linebacker. But also, dude, when there were so many good corners, there were so many good right. corners. Like, I just, dude, I don't know. And it's know. even killer that the great corners went, like, picks later. Dude, 16 and 17. Yeah. It just feels, it feels like when the Eagles took Rager with Justin Jefferson still on the board. Yeah. Well. That's what this feels like. It feels that's like. That's got to be one of the most all-time misses right. of Ever, right, but I mean, it feels like this could be end up being similar. And even yeah. if these guys have good careers, just the value you're leaving, because it was running back was not a position of need. No, it's also not a high value position. No, it, it's a luxury pick, dude. And they picked it at twelve. Yeah, yep. like it'd be one thing if Bijan fell to there, but you took the second best running back in the draft at twelve. Yeah, when well, you already had two start, you had. David Montgomery and DeAndre Swift. Those are two starting caliber running backs. Those makes, are two RB1 caliber players. Makes no fucking sense. Here's another one that makes no fucking sense. The Packers hate wide receivers. That's what it is. They hate wide receivers. They don't like wide receivers. I mean, yeah. look, this Van Ness kid, I, it, from what I read, is is very good. And I, I, like, I understand to get your defense better. Are we fucking serious? You just get rid of Rodgers, and then the biggest thing is that you haven't taken a receiver, and you... Oh, dude, I just, it doesn't make any sense. It's an organizational philosophy, clearly. They think they can get, they clearly think the other pieces of the offense and the defense are more important. And I I think they take it to an extreme, and it's hurt them in the past, especially with the way things are going in today's NFL. Passing is just, (laughs) that's the name of the game. Well, great. Um, Jordan Love can throw to Christian Watson. So good luck. Yeah. yeah, well, and Christian Watson is good, to be fair. Very good. I'm not saying I'm not even saying that he's not good. I'm just saying, like, good God, there were so many that this was such an opportunity for you to start setting yourself up, to start progressing towards forward, get a rookie, get a get a good round, and especially at fucking thirteen. That would have been great yeah. value for a for ninja. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna fuck his name up. Uh yeah. I can't say it. Jackson Smith, that's what I'm going with. But I just, I don't understand it, and it makes no fucking sense. Well, and especially parent, you you know, Jordan Love, new quarterback, give him help, give him weapons. Right. I can see that. Now, I do think Van Ness, I think it's good value in the spot. Yeah. You know, you can say it's not what the Packers need, but he's, like, I, I don't hate the pick. I just no. think it's funny no. how they just, but there are still receivers available, and they could, they could end up taking one. To debt, you know, tonight, and it they need that uh, Hyatt kid from Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they could stud. use someone like that. He's a stud. Absolutely. Fourteen. A little bit of surprise to see the Steelers come all the way up. They get a tackle, which I don't know how much time we need to spend on that. They need to take care of Pickett. Nah, we like flashy shit on this show. Yeah, the the Jets then pick a linebacker, which is fine. I thought the Commanders might pick quarterback here. Pick a solid corner out of Mississippi State, Emmanuel Forbes. Yeah. I thought this this pick for the Patriots was, like, unbelievable, especially how Belichick developed secondary. Christian Gonzalez from Oregon is, I think, could, when you look back at this draft, could end up being a high value, like, one of the steals of this draft for him to fall to 17. I just think it was hilarious that it, like, Gonzalez. it, It was just like we talked about with the Rager pick. As soon as the commanders drafted it, it was like the, the Patriots pick was, pick in, was like in. That. Yeah. It was like pick it was, was in. Of those like, Oh, you didn't pick that guy? Like yeah. in fantasy football when 
when the guy behind you like immediately makes the pick and they're like, wow, you didn't take this guy? Yeah, got him. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 The equivalent of just standing up in the fist pump like, yes, you didn't take him. Like, yeah, um, it's crazy, man. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, it's interesting. I think Christian Gonzalez is probably the better the better pick there of the two corners, Agreed. which New England gets him at 17 right after the commander's. Yeah, I have to pause and remember what they're calling themselves these days. Uh, me too. Probably going to switch again. European disease is still on the and table. It is. <laughs> yes, it is. The commanders. Except we take... want our. We want our money. We the talked commanders about. Ta- take Emmanuel right. Forbes. He's like, I mean, great ball skills. Six pick sixes. That's nuts. That's insane production. Obviously, that's what they're going for. But the dude is also six one one sixty six. Yeah. Like that know. has that has to be a bit of a concern. One sixty six. I have I have two inches and twenty pounds on the guy. Right. I shouldn't have two inches and twenty pounds on an NFL player. No, it's just nuts. We talked about eighteen, Jack Campbell. I thought the pick for the um, Bucks was good, Kyle. I thought, and they were giving him comps to Aaron Donald. I was I wasn't super thrilled at first, but anytime you see the comparison to Aaron Donald, I'm in. Yeah, that's all I needed to see. And I, Kalija Kansi, Kalija Kansi. He's I, I watched a little bit of film on him. You know, doing my due diligence. Well, Dude's a stud. Six one two eighty one. Holy crap, that's a big yeah. dude. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty good when you're compared to Aaron Donald. I was just yeah. glad they didn't take Will Levis. I as I texted, I was gonna have to go play in traffic. Yep. If if the Bucks took this Will Levis, this is almost a two man podcast. They still could. They still could. Yeah, but at least they didn't take him with 19. Yeah. Then Nijik, I can't say it. Yeah, yeah. if you can't pronounce it, that you're getting yeah, close. No, still. Jackson Smith goes at 20, which is awesome. Like we said earlier, the Seahawks just get richer. I thought this Quentin Johnston pick was interesting for the Chargers. He was a dog at TCU, and I thought that that's going to be awesome to see Justin Herbert throw to him. Like, I thought that I think that's going to be cool. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, great. I, think- I thought it was interesting how they talked about that he was just a big – his only problem is he just loves to make body catches. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't catch the, his uh, hands as much. But I that... think the secret to pronouncing it is you got to do it in like a Gus Johnson voice. Jackson Smith, Najigma. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not even going to try. Down. If I mess that up, we can. Yeah, one, one mess up and you're, and you're on done. World Star. The whole thing is over. So Zay Flowers going to Baltimore is awesome. Ravens uh, finally draft a receiver. They do, and they, they took care. They're proving to be all in on Lamar, and I think that's great. Zay Flowers to compliment Mark Andrews and OBJ is wild. I actually can't wait to watch that offense. Jordan Addison, it's like, and then, you know, 23, 24, 25. I'm sorry. It's starting at 20 is when these receivers, we just went, boom, four receivers gone. Jordan Addison, I didn't know a lot about Jordan Addison. I won't lie. It's Kenny Pickett's dude. I didn't, well, I didn't know he played at Pitt. Yeah, he was with that. Kenny Pickett. But, I mean, he went to USC and helped Caleb Williams win a Heisman. So, you know, 5'11", 173, though. I mean, mean, that's 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 a pretty solid. Dude, 5'11"? Yeah, but you're lining up. He's not going to have to worry about it. He's lining up next. Oh, my God. Jefferson. I guess 5'11 just feels small when Quentin Johnson is (laughs) 6'4". Yeah. I guess like, well, I'm, they, I'm just I'm just letting you know 5'11", 173 is not is not a small dude by any stretch. No, 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 no. I just mean we just saw two receive. Well, Zay Flowers is not very big either, but we saw two over six foot receivers yeah. go right. And but the Zay Flowers comparison was you know Tyreek Hill, which you know yeah, short pro- kings proven, rise up. Oh, he's just proven to be a a dog. The Giants then trade up to get Deontay Banks, a corner from Maryland. Uh, this guy, not even on my radar, which I will apologize for. I didn't know Maryland had – look, I hate Dude, to say They had a good year. I didn't know Maryland had anyone worth a damn. They got Tulia. Yeah, they have some They have some quarterback named Taglia of Olia. You know, yeah. I've never Is heard he of the guy. Is he going into his ninth year there? Something uh, like that. Yeah. And after Saban, after his brother gets drafted, he's like, "Hey, you, you have to get the fuck out of here." Yeah, I mean, all seriousness, Maryland is building something. They're oh, building. Yeah. yeah, I love that Jacksonville. I, mean, I love that Jacksonville was like, "Nah, I don't have anything here. Trade it." And I thought Jacksonville. Well, I don't want to skip over these other ones. Maryland's uh, not really building much. 
Like, let's well, let's be clear. Big they're building something. Off. It's not okay. going to be lethal, but they're building something. They're not going to go 500 every even... year anymore. Yeah, they are. They're going to win their six or seven games. They can't. They can't win on. You know, they have some flashy players at skill positions every now and then, but they're just not built to win on the road in the Big Ten. You can't. I mean, you saw it last year. Up awful Wisconsin Badgers team just handled them at Camp Randall. All right. That I, felt lucky. Okay, that's what he lined it up for. He I knew it was going to go that up. way. Yep. All right. I'm not, I'm not even trying so to hype that. Oh, it's so sure, dumb of us sure, to think sure. it's not going to go that way. No, but yep, that's that's sure, the, that's sure, the point. Sure. That's my point. They can't beat the, the Wisconsin's, the Iowa's. They can't go no, on. No, I'm with even, you. The, even the Minnesota's. The Purdue's. Well, yeah. Purdue will be interesting with the new coach. Yeah, I'll throw my hat in the ring. Yeah, they better not come south to Gainesville. They're going to yeah, right. We'll just fucking throw all of our hats in. Well, yeah. Um, My point is, they're not really building anything. Right, 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 right. The by the way, I would want to. They'll be bowl eligible most years. Yeah, that's something. That's about it. Here's my sleeper pick of the entire draft: is Kincaid going, and he gets paired with Josh Allen. Stud. What the hell, NFL? How the, how does that happen? Josh Allen I, gets another weapon. Dude, I man, that feels like the value that they got. He's 20, 26? I mean, come on. I, I didn't know anything about this Mozzie Smith kid. I know other side than Hutchinson. So, I mean, you know, how much attention was that? But, you know, I thought the Cowboys, at the, I thought this was going to be the tight end from Notre Dame. Well, they got, uh, yeah, they have, yeah, Mayer. I don't know. I think the Cowboys have their tight end of the future, though, in Jake Ferguson. Yeah, I just he thought showed all, he showed a lot last the, year. They gave all the comps to Witten, and I was like, oh shit! Like, and he looked when they kept cutting to him in the draft. You were like, man, that guy looks like he should play in Dallas. Like, yeah, this feels um, like I don't, I don't think it's a bad pick for the Cowboys. I think it's very, it's a very for their division pick. Like, it's yeah. very much of because I don't disagree man, with that. He's a He's a run stuff. He's great against the run. And you look at the Eagles rushing attack and then the Giants still have Saquon. And, you know, it feels like. It feels like they. Yeah, he's just trying to stop the run. You know, it feels like you're just trying to plug holes. Yeah, right. And it feels like it's tailored to the teams they're going to play twice every year. Yeah, that was a good pick. I mean, bumping down a couple more. Oh, I just want to say one thing. Yep. The. Cowboys draft room looks like the evil empire. Yeah, it looked like the Death Star. Jerry Jones looks like. Whoa. I was like, where are we? Jerry Jones and then comparable. looks like Emperor Palpatine from Star Wars. He did look like Emperor Palpatine. He really does. Yeah, like, it was like that. the perfect fitting of the dark room and then the and old, then this bright, old guy sitting there at the head of the table that looks like Emperor Palpatine. Wrinkly. This bright blue star on the. like, And then also, like, they get up and his son. I guess Jerry Jr., whatever the whatever the heck his name is, yeah, gets up Gerald. and like reaches over to shake Jerry's hand, and Jerry like looks at his hand, looks up, doesn't realize what he's doing. Like that whole bit. Yeah, it, Jerry looked like he was really one step is. away from ordering an attack on a rebel base. He did. Yeah. With the exception of. <laughs> well, yeah. With the exception of Jake Ferguson, I I really despise the Cowboys. I mean, I hope Dak has a terrible year. I might be the biggest Dak hater on the planet now. I mean. I feel like Dak having a terrible year is there's not a lot to ask for. Like yeah, you, don't have, you just have to ask for like maybe one or two more interceptions, and it goes yeah, right. That's a bad year, right, horrible right year. There. Yeah, he's right there. He's two interceptions away from being horrible. Mozzie Smith, Michigan. We talked about that. I thought the the Jags pick to to move back and get a tackle is great. I think that's great. I think the Bengals going and getting an end. I think that's good too. The the last few of these picks weren't really. You know, didn't really like. Yeah, you know. Nolan Smith was a great pick, but let's get to the real story. <laughs> what the fuck was up with Dude Perfect? Oh yeah, I would. That I was weird. The, I didn't have the volume on. What like everything they just they weird. Flipped the coin to determine who was gonna give the pick. No, it was even weirder. So I tried. I wasn't paying much not attention at that point. Yeah, I tried to not watch it. I, I had it, was it like on the thirty. I was flipping between the broadcast, just, you know, spice it up every now and then. I was going between the ABC and the ESPN broadcast. Yeah. So I flipped off the ABC and I was like, let's get the hell out of here. And they were unfortunately still on ESPN. And uh, yeah. it, it, they were, they had a coin that had each Kelsey brother's head on it. 
And they said that it was for Donna Kelsey, the Kelsey brothers' mom, to flip a coin anytime that the games were on at the same time and she had to pick who she was going to watch. And then the most scripted part of it was that they flipped the coin and it landed on Travis, of course, being of course in Kansas City. It, it was just so scripted. It, it was really sad to watch. I, I, But it did give me a great reminder, though, that I was like, wow, 31 picks. I was like, what's going on? And then I remembered Miami but had to forfeit. But Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, like, the, it makes me appreciate my younger siblings a lot more because they're not fucking assholes like Travis Kelsey. Oh, I can't stand him. Yeah, I, I can't stand Travis Kelsey. God, but he really makes Jason Kelsey look great. Yeah, Kel- J- uh, Jason Kelsey's an awesome dude on the field, off the field. I It's... It doesn't make sense. Yeah, you, you're lucky that you get to have Jason Kelsey on your team. I, I, yeah. I love watching Jason Kelsey. I loved the the Christmas album. It, it was all great. Yeah. Dude, perfect. Yeah. I don't ever want to see them walk across the NFL draft stage again, though. That was really weird. No. Let's not do that again. And like I, I touched thought... on, Miami had to get rid of their pick because of the whole like tampering situation. Yeah. So that's always fun. 31 always picks, fun. odd number. Which was, which was weird, too. Just the whole thing was the yeah. whole ending. Well, at least weird. it at least it got it over with a little quicker. Yeah. yeah. And who All knows? Right. Maybe on that the, on maybe day that, two. Maybe that thirty second pick. Maybe that would have been the one for Will Levis. Hey, maybe I yeah. I just he's like minus two twenty to go first overall. You know, be the first quarterback. I took I took Hooker to go before. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck it. I'm taking the value here. I was like, whatever. The last thing I want to say is how weird the ending of the draft was that, like, they didn't cut to the defensive end that Kansas City took. Like, I didn't, I didn't even see yeah. him. And then I, who was it? Fallout Boy came out. I think I, I don't know. That sounds I know. Weird. weird. I think this was one of the weirder drafts I've ever watched. I agree. I also think, though, Kansas City did a hell of a job. Like, I thought it was well done, and I thought it was cool, like, how, like, it lit up what felt like the whole sky with whatever team was picking. Yeah, I was on the lookout for Chiefsaholic. That's why I kept something between broadcasts. So I was, was I really thought I was going to be able to put a tip into the Kansas City PD. Yeah. I actually would have tipped them that they were, you know, give them a chance to run away. Nah, it's more fun if they catch. Like, it's more fun if like you get to see the dude get tased. I mean, a little bit, yeah. I right. mean, what a wild story though. He's robbed multiple banks, and the only no, reason dude, they put it together run? is because how did they, they let him out on? Dude, they had how him did... in. Cu- they had him in custody, and they released him so he could go on a family vacation. How? No, Why? he made bail. No, he made bail. He made bail the first time. Okay, he made bail yeah, because he used his... his winnings from picking Mahomes to win MVP and the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Made his hundred thousand dollar bail. Shut up! That's the craziest story in sports. That's Did you awesome. know the whole thing about it? The yeah. only reason they pinned it as him is because they put together that he hadn't missed a Chiefs game in seven years, home or away. And that bank robberies kept corresponding to where the Chiefs were playing. Yeah. Well, I mean, using your gambling winnings to make bail is is awesome. Yeah, he posted and... he posted his betting slips on Twitter, and then when they realized they saw the amount and everything, people put together how much he had won, and then realized his bail it covered his bail, and then he was out, and then cut off his ankle bracelet, and he was gone. That's and he's been MIA ever since. One of the best yeah. sports stories of all time. I do. I, need, I do. Have I need to say, that. I need that ESPN films. I need a movie. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be great. Thirty for thirty. I do have to say, Luke, don't don't go to jail because with your gambling record, you're you're not gonna be able to make bail. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, dude. Hell no. I did hit last night. I had Anthony Richardson under four and a half winner. People who went to my mock draft also won on that. Yeah. So that was good. But yeah. right, let's quickly touch on round two. I, yeah, I think gotta, Will Levis is going to be a Ram. I yeah, think we got to start with. I think that there's a good chance he falls pretty dramatically. Like, I know he's already fallen out of this world, but I just now it's you start wondering, like, what is. So you think you think he goes 36, Kyle? I do. I think they. It just, it doesn't that make sense? Like, that seems like the next possible place. 
I don't know where he goes if he doesn't go 36. I mean, he could start. I mean, okay, then again, I think if the commanders get another chance, I could see that. I mean, the Bucks at 50, I know you hate that. And it doesn't I don't, really I don't hate, make sense. Yeah, I'll be very above board with it. If Kyle Trask was not a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, I would, I'd be okay with it. I just don't there, see the point in could, signing Baker Mayfield, drafting Kyle Trask right. to be Brady's replacement, Goat. and then Goat picking maybe. another quarterback. It doesn't make any sense to me. I just think yeah, he that, could really fall. Like, this well, could get bad. If he gets, but dude, if he gets, if this gets past 36, I don't know, man, because then you're going to go, unless the Seahawks, I mean, unless the Seahawks want him at 37, but I, I see the I just, Seahawks yeah. want to get another weapon or another defensive player so i just started There's going through on this board i started After going first through teams that the Seahawks, should have, they have to be thinking when now no yeah and yeah. i just i don't I, he you know i don't know he could fall i mean it could get really bad yeah at I the mean, end of already, last night i actually I went... the patriots again at 50 what is that i'm sorry i just lost my the, yeah, patriots at the end at of last 40... night dude Patriots at 46. Yeah. I mean, there are some teams like if you wanted to really think about like frisky, like stretching it of who could possibly take them. I went through last night and I was just like, let's just go through the list of teams that would be weird if they drafted him, but also would make sense with their situations. Like when the Vikings got up, I was like, that would be an interesting pick, wouldn't it? They have so many Kirk Cousins problems. Yeah. Yeah. And no, he can, I thought he, he was going to go. Can, that's where I thought he was going to go. Right. And like could, that would have made learned sense. On, he could have learned under Kirk Cousins. And, you know, he could have been the starter for any Monday night games that the Vikings have now. Next yeah, year. Any, any primetime game, just throw him in. Any, yeah. Have Will Levis start instead of Kirk. And then eventually he takes the whole thing over if he does well enough. Yeah. Like, let's just go through what, what are some teams that don't need a quarterback now, but would make sense that could use one? Later. Like, yeah, the Raiders. I had the Falcons. Mm, yeah. yeah. I don't, Miami. I mean, These aren't guys. You're not going to use them right away. It's just stuff that, like, I guess, I right? The, like, you'd be like, I, think I could Cowboys, see it crazy. I think that's if crazy starts, value. Yeah, I thought the Cowboys, too. Just The Bears? Are, nah, Bears aren't doing that. I even thought stretching it, the Saints. I don't hate that either. I just think it, yeah. it, could, get, it could get messy. If he falls below... 36, that's when it's like, oh, shit, he could really, really, really fall. Like, exactly, and that's why I thought, where is it? Third, if it you get to, round you know, fall. third or fourth round, maybe even late second round, early third round, like, and he's still there. What teams is it like, oh, maybe they'll take a chance on him just because yeah. he's well, at some At some point, the value is good enough that someone will. And yeah, he's, I don't, he's not going to fade that far, I don't think. I think no. he's going to go 36 to the Rams. Yeah. But – it's just where would the fun be if we didn't talk about the crazy situations? Well, it already it already has been a little bit of an ugly situation. I mean, he's there on draft nights. He's got his whole family there. He's got his girlfriend there, and ESPN just would not stop cutting to him. No. And they're all just looking more and more like, well, Will Levis to his credit, he's just kind of sitting there, putting on a you smile, know, you know, putting on a brave face. His girlfriend was getting progressively more frustrated with how things were going. I saw Which, a really interesting take about all of this. It was from Saturdays Down South. It came out that Will Levis didn't have like a tragic backstory for ESPN to milk for ratings. So they said that they embarked on a campaign to hype him up only to televise his downfall. Yeah, I, yeah, I did see that. That was. Oh my God. I don't know. I'm yeah, true. I mean, it, just, it, it, it does seem like a very ESPN thing to do. It, well, uh, it does speak uh, to like, yeah, because th- those are the guys setting the narrative around the draft. It's, you know, the GMs aren't going to come out and tell you exactly what you want to do. So all the ESPN personalities, they kind of set the narrative and I didn't buy into it. We talked about it on the previous episode. I didn't think he was that good of a prospect, but ESPN was hyping him up as like a potential consideration to go first overall. Yeah. And yeah, you know, it's clearly did, didn't happen, but a lot of people believe the hype. Ultimately, all that matters is whether NFL GMs believe the hype or not, and they they certainly don't. Yeah, it just you, you know feel they... bad for the guy. I mean, he came out last month he and he talked about how in an interview, if he was going to attend the draft or not, that he said he would only go to the draft if he thought, like, he was very certain he was going to end up being a top 10 pick and everyone thought he was going to go there, and that he wouldn't go besides that. And yeah. 
it's just sad to see that and just the cut to a million times in a night. You're going to get some sort of like, well, no, you're not. You're not going to get any speech from him because he's probably, I don't think he's, I I don't, I honestly don't even think he's in Kansas City anymore, but he's not. There will be shades of, there are shades of Lamar to it. All these teams missed out on me and like, I, I I just please I ask that he doesn't do that. Just go. I don't it. think he will. He doesn't strike me as a guy that's like. Yeah, that. I just hope he doesn't yeah. like the or the Josh Rosen bullshit. Like Josh Rosen's cleaning cars now. Like, yeah. don't you well, fucking do that. Like, well, it has just in terms of draft night falls for quarterbacks. It has a little bit of Lamar Jackson to it. Yeah. Where and Lamar ended up getting taken at thirty second. Was that it? Yeah, yeah, he went and last yeah. pick of the first round. Yeah, the Eagles. Yeah. Out of thirty-two, I, I still think though, like <laughs> the wild take. But if you get picked at the, if you get picked thirty-second, you really got picked in the second round. I know that doesn't make sense, but like, not in terms of guaranteed money, right? No, and fifth-year option. No, but I know what you're saying, and I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, like I get it. There's a lot that goes it. Like stuff changes a lot when you get picked the first. But like, come on, like you basically the first pick of the second round. But anyways, no, it's you know. It is what it is. I think it's all very interesting. I think time will tell. But yeah, I think there are we're due for some even more fireworks in round, you know, round two. I don't know how you top it in terms of trades, but it'll be good. I'll be tuned in. Yeah, yeah I think we all will. It's that's kind of all we do nowadays. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's it's you know it's all a lot of lot of good talent on the board. Going to be interesting to see what teams do do tonight. Absolutely. All, all right, right, boys. Well, Yep, there you have it. There's our first round little special extra episode reacting to the first round. We'll be back next week, kind of more of a normal format, more draft talk. You know, I'm sure some stuff will happen tonight that we'll have to get into a little. Some, You know, you never know what's going to happen. But yeah, follow the Twitter if you want live updates. Please follow the Twitter. Yeah, but we'll be we'll be talking about it next week. And so we'll see you all next time. Love you guys. Yep. Feel boy, baby, do a leap and make them dance when it come on. Everybody looking for a dance, throw to run on. If you wanna run away with me, I know a galaxy and I can take you for a ride. I had a premonition that we fell into a rhythm where the music don't stop.